Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Hello and welcome. I'm Aman Mazingo, and this is the Afro Tales Podcast, a show that will explore the folklore, tales, myths, and legends of the African diaspora. Today's story comes from the Gullah Geechee people of America. Their ancestry goes back for many to the Congo and Angola regions of Africa. Today we have a long story, uh, one of their stories. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this story about the people who could fly. The people could fly. They say the people could fly. They say that long ago in Africa, some of the people knew magic. And they would walk up on the air like climbing up on a gate. And they flew like blackbirds over the fields. Black, shiny wings flapping against the blue air of them. Then, many of the people were captured for slavery. The ones that could fly shed their wings. They couldn't take their wings across the waters on slave ships. Too crowded. The folks were full of misery then. Got sick with the up and down of the sea. So they forgot about flying when they could no longer breathe the sweet scent of Africa. Say, the people who could fly kept their power. Although they shedded their wings. They kept their secret magic in the land of slavery. They looked the same as other people from Africa who had been coming over, who had dark skin. Say you couldn't tell anymore one who could fly from one who couldn't. One such who could was an old man. Called him Toby. And standing tall yet afraid was a young woman who once had wings. Call her Sarah. Now, 
Sarah carried a babe tied to her back. She trembled to be so hard worked and scorned. The slaves labored in the fields from sun up to sundown. The owner of the slaves called himself their master. He was a hard lump of clay, a hard glinty coal, a hard rock pile, wouldn't be moved. His overseer on horseback pointed out the slaves who were slowing down. So the one called driver cracked his whip over the slow ones to make them move faster. That whip was a slice open cut of pain. So they did move faster. Had to. Sarah hold and chopped the robe as the babe on her back slept. Say the child grew hungry. The babe started up bawling too loud. Sarah couldn't stop to feed it. Couldn't stop to soothe and quiet it down. She let it cry. She didn't want to. She had no heart to croon to it. Keep that thing quiet, called the overseer. He pointed his finger at the babe. The woman scrunched low. The driver cracked his whip across the babe anyhow. The babe hollered like any hurt child would. And the woman fell to the earth. The old man that was there, Toby, came and helped her to her feet. I must go soon. She told him. Soon, he said. Sarah couldn't stand up straight. She was too weak. The sun burned her face. The babe cried and cried. Pity me. Oh, pity me. Sarah was so sad and starving that she sat down in the row. Get up. Get up, you black cow called the overseer. He pointed his hand and the driver's whip snarled around Sarah's leg. Her sack dress tore into rags. Her legs bled onto the earth. She couldn't get up. Toby was there where there was no one to help her and the babe. Now, before it's too late, panted Sarah. Now, father. Yes, daughter. The time is now. The time has come. Go as you know how to go. He raised his arms, holding out to her. Kum, Yale, Kum, Buba, Tambe. And more magic words said so quickly. They sounded like whispers and sighs. The woman lifted one foot onto the air, then the other. She flew clumsily at first, with the child now held tightly in her arms. Then she felt the magic, the African mystery. Say, she rose just as free as a bird, as light as a feather. The overseer rode after her, hollering. Sarah flew over the fences. 
She flew over the woods. Tall trees could not snag her, nor could that overseer. She flew like an eagle now, until she was gone from sight. No one dared speak about it. Couldn't believe it. But it was. Because they that was there saw that it was. Say the next day was dead hot in the fields. A young man slave fell from the heap. The driver come and whipped him. Toby come over and spoke words to the fallen one. The words of ancient Africa, once heard or never remembered completely. The man forgot them as soon as he heard them. They went way inside him. He got up, rolled over on the air. He rolled it a while, and he flew away. Another and another fell from the heat. Toby was there. He cried out to the fallen and reached his arms out to him. Whispers and sighs. And they too rose on the air. They rolled on the hot breezes. The ones flying were black and shining sticks. Wheeling above the head of the overseer. They crossed the roads, the fields, the fences, the streams, and were all on their way. Seize that old man, cried the overseer. I heard him say the magic word, seize him. The one calling himself master come running. The driver got his whip ready to curl around old Toby and tie him up. The slave owner took his hip gun from its place. He meant to kill old Toby. But Toby just laughed. He threw his head back and said, Don't you know who I am? Don't you know of us in this field? He said it to their faces. We are the ones who fly. And as he sighed the ancient words that were as dark promise, he said them all around to the others in the field under the whip. Bumba Yali, Bumba Tambe. There was a great outcry. The bent backs straightened up. Old and young who were called slaves and could fly joined hands. Say, like they would ring sing. But they didn't shuffle in a circle, no. They didn't sing, oh no. They rose on the air. They flew in a flock and was like black against the heavenly blue. Black crows or black shadows. It didn't matter. They went so high, way above the plantation, way over the slavery land. Say they flew away to freedom. And the old man, old Toby, flew behind them, taking care of them. 
he wasn't crying. He was laughing. He was the seer. His gaze fell on the plantation where the slaves who could not fly waited. Take us with you. Their looks spoke it, but they were afraid to shout it. Toby couldn't take them with him. Hadn't the time to teach them to fly. They must wait for the chance to run. Goodbye. The old man Toby spoke to them. Poor souls. And he was flying gone. So they say the overseer told it. The one called Master said it was a lie. A trick of the light. The driver kept his mouth shut. The slaves who could not fly told about people who could fly to their children. When they were free, when they sat close before the fire in the free land, they told it. They did so love firelight and freedom and talent. They say that the children are the ones who could not fly told their children. And now, me, I have told it to you. The end. Wow, so I could go on forever about this story. I have mixed feelings about this story. And... I don't know what to say. Um, I feel bad for the ones that couldn't fly and had to stay and endure whatever treatment they got from the slave masters. But I feel great about the ones that could fly because they were able to escape slavery. Well, in a way. I ask myself what it means to say that you could fly and I believe it was the ones who maybe ran off in the middle of the day or at night I know there were um, codes that would say come fly with me uh, you know similar to the underground railroad messages and, and things they did for to get slaves away and I it's hard to really read this story and not feel some kind of way um, afterwards. Uh, this is an election year. Black people are still being mistreated and I read this story and inside I want to be enraged. But I know that there's a plan. I know that there's an escape from everything that we go through and we just have to learn as Toby told the uh, told those in the end you have to wait until you can run not everyone can fly I look at I guess today our celebrities would be those that were able to fly out of the hoods fly out of the impoverished areas fly out of the trouble and turmoil that the everyday black person goes through. And the rest of us just have to wait until we can run. 
is sad and happy at the same time, knowing that there will be a day that we can run and get to freedom, get to true freedom, to a place where we don't have to look over our backs because somebody is after us. Oh, that day, that day when we all can come together and be truly and utterly free. Oh my God, I can go on and on about this story. I loved it and I still feel like I can't give it justice. I feel like I still didn't give it justice and I want to so badly, but I hope you loved it as much as I did. And it was a little long today, and uh, but I felt it was a good story, a good long story. And I want to thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this story. And uh, have a blessed day. Thank you for your time. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. You may also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Afro Tales Podcast, all one word, or on Twitter at Afro Tales Cast. Please share, comment, like, leave a rating so others may find us just as you have. Again, I'm Amon Mazingo. This is Afro Tales Podcast. And until next time, have a great day. <laughs>